It is Tuesday, March 16th, 2021. This week on Mostly Superheroes, we prepare for Justice League The Snyder Cut dropping Thursday on HBO Max, and The Falcon and the Winter Soldier dropping Friday on Disney+. PC Mike talks Murder Among the Mormons on Netflix. The Giggler dives into Below Deck Sailing Yacht. And we review and rate the 2015 Marvel flick, Ant-Man, the next title in our hashtag MCU Rewatch. This is Mostly Superheroes. Hello and welcome to Mostly Superheroes, a weekly video podcast where we talk mostly superheroes, but also anything else worth watching. We rate, debate, and celebrate cinematic storytelling. I'm your host, Logan. Joining me are my co-hosts, my peers, my friends, every single week, PC Mike and the Giggler. Giggler, welcome back. How the hell are you? I am great. I wore this shirt just in anticipation of Thursday. Thursday, big day, Snyder Cut. Shirt's looking great. I don't think it's going to disappoint. You were feeling good about it. Yeah. What were you saying when you walked in that Brandon Davis said something about 12% of the oh, old movie? He tweeted something about, yeah, it was like he was guessing about 12% of the old movie is in this one. I was expecting it to just be two hours of that movie plus two hours of reshoots. Yes. Deleted scenes added. But So you have like, a good feeling. Sounds like we might be seeing a lot of difference. I'm... I'm feeling positive about the future. We'll see. Very nice. Very nice. PC Mike, welcome back. How was your week? Week was good. Busy, but good. I liked you change the intro up a little bit. Yeah, I was, in there. I was wondering if you guys would notice just uh, tweaking it up a little bit. Like putting little sprinkles on a cupcake. It was classy. I like <laughs> it. And it's just getting to, uh, it's just finding out like, what do we do on this podcast? <laughs> Who are we? What is our thing? And it's like, I know like it's something, it's something magical. It's special. Like we are describing movies where... We're always talking, we're rating them, we're reviewing them, and we like love movies. But like at the end of the day, like we just really love like storytelling and in the cinematic fashion. It's like anything TV and movies, that's our shtick. That's what we're doing in here. And we did talk about maybe one day venturing to some graphic novels and things like that. And we did, we did highlight a graphic novel way back when in the very beginning. In the very beginning. Yes, the unicorn and the fox. There it is. Look at mail. that. Yes, that was one of our very first pieces of fan mail. Call back. Call back to one of our early episodes. Uh, the, uh, I forget his name, J- Jason or Jake. He, he reached out, and actually he, he reached out recently and asked how we were doing, said he loved the show still, saw us on Instagram. It's looking good. See, that just proves to you if you reach out, you connect, we're going to remember you, we're going to talk about it. Like, that was literally me remembering, too. That yeah. was unplanned. Yeah, that was impressive. Yeah, it was unplanned. Thank um, you very much. Well, then maybe eventually it's just storytelling. It could be. It might be. It could be. I said cinematic. That's what it is today. But who knows where we're going to end up. And uh, hello to you guys. Good to have you back here in the studio. With that, let's get right into our first section of the day. Fan mail. We always feature fans first on this show. We love that you're here. We appreciate you checking us out. Appreciate you telling a friend or a family member to go listen to your favorite independent podcast. Truly appreciate you guys supporting the show, and because of that, fan mail's pretty loaded today. 
gave us a few things. First up, lots of ways to be featured on fan mail. One of the ways is on Twitter. We are at Mostly Superhero. I do not know if you guys have realized this. I think I may have told you in the group chat. My Twitter is broken. You did say that. You did mention that. I have, I've done the support tickets. I'm tech savvy. I know how to work like an IT help desk. I've put in like six of these things on Twitter. I've, I've tweeted publicly for whatever reason. I don't know if I broke some guideline with Twitter. Like if it was like, I was like, you're allowed to tweet like every minute of every day. I looked it up. Like you can truly do that if you wanted. We tweet like three times a day. So I just feel like there's no way I hit the limit, but I'm telling you, I can't tweet. It's like, sorry, can't. There's no explanation? Literally just says, and like, I think I've seen maybe something around the along the lines of verbiage, suspicious activity. And if you go and search Mostly Super on Twitter, it's there. You guys can still interact with us. I can still see direct messages. I still get <laughs> notifications, but I cannot tweet. I am like, I'm blocked out of Twitter. And considering what Twitter is and how how wild of place it is. I was like, and- how am I canceled? <laughs> <laughs> We're tweeting about movie reviews. <laughs> like- no wonder you haven't responded to all my DMs. Yeah, I can't. I have to switch over to my personal account, which I am personally tweeting from. You can follow me. It's Logan underscore Janice. Go give that a follow. I'm using that to tweet for the moment. Um, either way, I can still see your notifications. So I had to feature somebody. At Jack. Help yeah. us out. Yeah, Is that? That's, that's Jack. Twitter guy. Hey, Jack, and that's St. Louis. St. Louis exactly. guy. Need a little help. Yeah. Jack Dorsey. Um, but we did get some fan mail on Twitter. This one is from Triple Z. That uh, Twitter handle is Triple Z underscore 87. This is about, again, hey, mostly Super is the music show. Getting a lot of online action here lately. And this is your baby. This was your oh, baby man. music this show. This is the one you were laughing at me last week. This is uh, our first episode that we did on Smallville, Volume 1, The Talon Mix. Uh, Triple Z tweets, okay, so Mostly Superhero, the music show, decided to cover Smallville this week, and this episode is fire. Go check it out. Triple Z, appreciate the shout-out. Always love to see a little love on the internet. Uh, This next one comes from Scott, showing off his Mostly Superheroes merch, his hashtag Mostly Merch that he got at our website, and this is on our Facebook group. Uh, he messaged me and said, uh, check it out. Check it. He's wearing the same one that Mike's wearing today. Yeah, I did the, uh, what did I do? It's not like, the sw- it's crew, like in between a sweat. Yeah, crew it's like in between That's a sweatshirt. That's my favorite, favorite. The favorite yeah, shirt. In between a sweatshirt, in between a long sleeve tee, just a little thicker. We have noticed, and we, this was planned ahead, we knew that not everybody might not want exactly the mostly superhero brand colors, and we see that the transparent logo has seemed to be very popular. We've seen, I know Stephanie has, I think the, you guys have the red one. Yep, and Scott here, featured on our YouTube channel, is the purple one. Scott's looking good. Scott's looking fresh. Thank you, Scott. You, too, can buy Mostly Merch at uh, mostlysuperheroes.com forward slash merch. Get featured on the show just like that. Send us a, a picture of you wearing it or using the mug. And then our next and last piece of fan mail, not technically, we're going to talk about Mostly Madness, too. From the Facebook group, which you can join. It's free to join. It's exclusive. It's private, so you don't have to worry about like you showing up in other news feeds once you're in. It is the Mostly Superhero Squad Facebook group. These thoughts are from our fans, Shanna and Scott. Same Scott from the photo. Yes. Scott rocking it. Scott's rocking it right now. And actually, Scott uh, also lent me this book, this uh, novel here, Invincible. Uh, there's a TV show coming out about it, too. Drop my For the Boys hat. But uh, Scott's the one that lent me this. So the Scott really is on fire. <laughs> Scott, send in more stuff for us. We yeah. like seeing it. 
We yeah, would like no, an I, Xbox and a PlayStation as well. Yeah, we've been talking about that <laughs> a lot, and he hasn't said anything about it. Do you care, Scott? <laughs> do you want us to play Come these video games? How much do you care? Well, we reviewed the series finale of WandaVision last week. Came to a close. So excited because this week we get our next MCU title. We're going to get all prepared for that. Um, but we had some thoughts. So Shanna gave her thoughts on WandaVision. She says, we loved it. At first, I was kind of like, what the heck is going on here? But I think it was a third or fourth episode, and it clicked for me. And she admits, I didn't become a Marvel fan until I met my boyfriend, so cut me some slack, LOL. The whole cast was fantastic. I heart WandaVision. Hell yeah. Pretty cool to hear like a new, a newer Marvel fan. Just, you know, I get, you know, imagine watching WandaVision, really never seeing any Marvel films. Like that would be pretty tricky to be like, okay, what are they talking about? Why does this? Who does? Who is this vision guy? You got to like revisit like the stuff you've seen maybe recently. But she liked it, and then Scott says it was fun, and I really enjoyed it. But I do think it promised a little more than it delivered. I was really hoping for some stronger cameos and for the one big cameo to actually lead to something here and now. I feel like it really needed one more thing to make it. Leap to greatness. I'll give it a solid three out of four. Give it up for you. But he admits, I'm not sure this is something I would ever rewatch. So high rating. An, uh, this sounds like a true MCU fan here. I think we had similar discussions, just like that we are left a little lagging on the cameos and the news we had heard. From what I've seen today, though, Scott, I want to tease this out. Falcon and Winter Soldier might do what you wanted WandaVision to do. What do you do? You think it's gonna be? You read? You read well, like a spoiler today? I did not read a spoiler. No. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I know what you're talking about. But yeah. well, all right. All right. It, here we go. We'll just jump into it. Let's just hear where this is perfect because we actually have a. I have a slide for this. Here we go. Friday's the big day. Falcon and Winter Soldier, the next one in the MCU title. Lay it on us, Mike. Andy, how long does it take place after Endgame? Did they say? Did it come out like three months? S- six weeks. Six weeks. Three months. Something like that. Yeah. Um, but they said it's going to be tied directly to three Marvel properties in some way. Okay, three future prob- three future yes. so titles. When you think of WandaVision one with Doctor Strange, but there are so many. This, but go ahead, give me your this theory. One, give the theory. So you think I mean, WandaVision could be one tie-in? No, I think they have different tie-ins. Okay, I don't know what they are, but that gave me hope of seeing cameos and people come in and then maybe i mean i'm an x-man guy maybe with some mutants and stuff like that are they gonna finally do it probably not (laughs) or if they do but (laughs) but i will say if they did do that this is the bigger name of the shows wandavision versus this falcon winter soldier is a bigger name and this is exactly what we talked about this is why they wanted to do it first originally and now here it is coming after but i mean yeah i'm i'm excited for any tie-in i mean i feel like with we have proved during our rewatches, it's just like, where don't they connect sometimes is how I feel. Yeah, they will, but I, I just thought it was wild that they're like, oh, maybe they were like trying to PR control, like, hey, you know what? Yeah. We're going to have some connections, more connections in this next one. Did Did you hear that? Like, it was, were, I guess, they were they talking about the titles I think it was for the of- remainder of the year? Because that's like, because there's like a lot more titles coming out. Yeah, I don't, I didn't read. I think I, I saw a different news That's all right. than you saw, Mike. What'd you hear? I just saw that there there would be plenty of uh, cameos and, and similar things like that throughout the show. Mm. So that, that makes sense. I mean, with the, with the type of show that it is, I think it makes more sense that, that that would happen in this 
than in WandaVision. Mm-hmm. Um, but like speculating on what who they're going to be, I have no freaking clue. Mm. Other than I'm sure we'll see some Captain Amer- Captain America flashbacks or yeah, something you, like that. Right, right. Stuff like that. Um, what else would make sense? Because the next big movie that would be like that world, it's like you don't, there really isn't a title, I don't think, for that yet. Yeah. There isn't like the Falcon, you know, there isn't there isn't the Winter Soldier. It's like, well, we, who is it going to be? The movie we're going to talk about in a few minutes, Ant-Man, he could make some sort of cameo. Absolutely. About that, we're going to talk about that the scene with, between uh, them and, the, and, the, and that movie that I just watched today. Okay. All right. Uh, Falcon shows up in that movie. I was like, Every single time, dude. Every we time, have a connection. It's insane. Oh, we're, oh, we're gonna talk about all of it. So with that, while Mike's looking it up, let's uh, let's wrap up fan mail, and we'll get we're gonna keep talking Falcon Winter Soldier here in a minute. Part of the news and rumors today. Wrapping up fan mail, just wanna let you guys know we're gonna extend the bracket deadline for hashtag Mostly Madness. We're gonna give you one more week, one more week. So now you're listening to this. By the time you hear the next episode, you want to have that bracket in. Go to mostlysuperheroes.com forward slash Mostly Madness. You can print it. If you're savvy on your computer, you can fill it out as a PDF. And then there are links to email it in. Get entered for weekly prizes and the grand prize for mostly superheroes. And we will start voting next week. We already have a stack here. so We do have a stack. Let's feature some folks that have sent them in. We've uh, been seeing a lot of folks. You guys brought in a handful today. Took those ones I gave you. Taking it to the streets. To the street. I gave you even more. Yeah, <laughs> I said, yeah. Start leaving I them everywhere. Um, yeah, we got, uh, I'm just going to read the names. Dr. Dom. We got Jordan B, we got Stephanie H, Rachel, Caleb B, Andy H. Who that sexy son of a bitch is? <laughs> hey, he, would, he wouldn't have just giggled right now, would he? <laughs> and we also have one uh, from Dan. Emailed it in. I said, "Listen to this episode, Dan. Oh. Thanks for sending that in. Your bracket looked great. He actually did fill it out online. It looked fresh. Yeah, he's a good man." <laughs> He wanted me to give him an extra special shout out. He sent a screenshot oh, of your email. Yes, like, that that's nice. So you know Dan. Yes, perfect. That's one of my my frat bros. That's that's perfect. You want his bracket's gonna suck though. So it, it was it wasn't bad. It is crazy He's though. Getting Dan. You look at like people's taste and how different people are, like with the comedy and the action and the superheroes and the nostalgia. It's crazy. I'm just like, is brackets. it in bad form to like talk about some of these folks? brackets before I'd say we, maybe the voting wait. starts you got to wait till like round one is yeah done. i say we start talking like round one like who yeah because i don't want to yeah. like i don't want to make Sway anyone anybody. else out there listening yeah to get swayed yeah spoiler free uh commentary that i have is there was multiple of the brackets that i brought over most of them had movies winning that i had losing in the first round mm. yeah so exactly like just immediately like i don't know it's, it's just kind of weird because to win you basically want to just have pick movies that the general public is going to vote for and things like that. Right. But like, that's what one of my buddies is like, do I fill out what I think's going to win or what I pick? And I'm like, just pick what you want. It, yeah. It's funner to do that. I way. say, yeah, you should, one. you should go with your gut because then the winner is just going to be like, feel that much better about like, wow. Cause you're going to be like the most, it'll be, I don't know what that means. Exactly. I'm the most but basic person, <laughs> either basic or if, my taste if, if or the like winner, the- here's the thing. If the winner is whoever's closest is like totally different than ours. That's hilarious. That's great too. Yeah. Just shows you that the taste out there is so dramatically different. You need to run for office because you have the taste of the people. You know what the people like. You know what they want. That's right. Yeah, if you win this thing, you are in touch for sure. All right, Mostly Madness. Using the hashtag on all the social media, com forward slash Mostly Madness. Go print your bracket. Send it in. Enter. Win big. Let's get in the news. 
news and rumors. Keeping it brief in the news, let's just continue our talk right now. Falcon and Winter Soldier. Let's do a gut check here. How excited are you for, for this? Let's start with you, PC Mike. More excited these last couple days when the last trailer dropped than I was. Mm -hmm. um, and then I see I couldn't find the tweet. It's somewhere out in the Twitter world. But um, I think this is going to – this is what they wanted to launch the MCU and stuff happen. And I think it's going to be like a bottle rocket, like just take off. It's going to then burst, and there's going to be all these little trails that go different ways, and it's going to set up the whole Phase 4. Very. I think this is really what it was supposed to do. You just got me like even more pumped about it. Giggler, how are you feeling about this one? The way I look at it is before WandaVision, we all talked about vi like Vision. We don't we weren't huge fans. Look where we are now. I right. think that's exactly what these shows are are for is to kind of make us have a more connection to the like I don't I mean want to secondary say B, yeah. secondary B-list characters. Um I, I have a feeling this show is going to do just that because I don't say I I don't like love the either of these characters. They're not mm. in my top tier, but wow, they might be by the end of this. Right, that's well said, especially like whenever you make that argument about Vision, that is exactly what happened. Well, like we knew who Wanda was, but we didn't know how powerful she was until WandaVision really, unless you started like looking to the lore and stuff of the comic books and all of that. I mean, we knew she was powerful and like she could take Thanos, but now it's like she's really going to rock some stuff now. Yeah, and the other thing I like about these shows is that they're not just like, oh, here's the Falcon and Winter Soldier. You're going to watch this show about these people. I'm like, I'm so curious about, all right, what happened to these guys going into this show? Like, what events from Endgame wrapped up? Or, like, are we going to see these two again come back from the blip? And what do you really want to see? You want to see where he was hanging out in Wakanda the I, whole I've been saying years. That, I've been saying that for, yeah, since we, like, did early, the first five episodes. This is one of the first things I talked about on the show was how pumped I was for this thing. Well, by that point, it was supposed to come out in August. <laughs> like, and also, like, Jesus. think about the lack of, like, backstory we have for these for these two. I mean, yeah. not more so with, mm. with Falcon than, than Winter Soldier, but. Yeah, I mean, we do learn that, you know, Anthony Mackie, he, he worked at the VA. We know that in Winter Soldier. So yeah. I feel like that's going to play a role. He liked Good. doing that. He was just running by Captain America one day, and now he has his own show. Like, is that how they first met, right? That's exactly how they met. That's how the movie On opened. your left. On your left. Yeah. So great. How nice would that be? I, I don't go on runs. Maybe I should go on runs. And then Winter Soldier, I mean, it's going to be this guy that's, like, been brainwashed for most of his, his existence. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Haircut. Nice. Fresh haircut. haircut. And the arm. It looks, looks cool. sweet. It looks so cool. This guy's just walking around the metal arm. I just think that's awesome. Like, that's the whole show. Six episodes, right? I I, that's what I saw. I'm, I, don't, I haven't seen anything about that recently. Six 14-minute episodes. Can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> but but clocked at 50, but yeah. it's actually a real uh, you know, 18 oh, or don't whatever. Don't say that. No, we'll see. But at least, our, at least our expectations are low. When we heard WandaVision's last three were going to be an hour, and then they started to clock in like 37. Yeah. It is 41. I, it's so hard. 44. For, I feel like I know what to expect with this because we know the bad guy is Zemo from uh, Civil War. And but like then there's another group of like a gang that's like apparently going to play a role. And then there's like this, you know, maybe evil Captain America. So like it almost feels like I know what to expect. But if I know Marvel, like it's it's just like I said, going into the WandaVision season finale, I was like, I have no idea what's going to happen. I feel similar about this. Hopefully it's going to show us something that we just don't expect. Mm -hmm. And we agreed like WandaVision nine episodes could have been seven and a half. We did. Yeah, we said that. So could this is going to be six. This is tight action packed. I think that's my prediction. Yeah, I think so. Hell yeah. Well, we can't wait. It's going to be this Friday. If you're listening right now in real time, this is, I mean, it's tomorrow for you. And uh, we will be featuring this as the meat 
every week. So six weeks, we'll be talking about this week by week. Falcon Winter Soldier drops this Friday, March 19th on Disney+. Plus. Holy cow. I'm so excited. Can't believe it. Still just in shock. All right. So we're going to transition from news and rumors into what you watch them very quickly because we're going to talk about the OG movie. But this Thursday... Zack Snyder's Justice League drops on HBO Max, only on HBO Max. And we talked about it when you guys were sitting here. We're going to watch this together, it sounds like. Yes. We're going to have, we're yeah. gonna have a little us, powwow. A little powwow. We're going to watch this four-hour movie. Holy cow. Uh, are you excited, PC Mike? Let's start with you. Have you been like what, staying with all these little trailers they've been dropping for two weeks? I stopped watching. Yeah, I've, I've seen a couple of them. But I do see like the random tweet or something that comes across my screen, and people overwhelmingly are giving it pretty decent praises. Yes, you I'm said not, you've already heard that it's doing well. Yeah, I'm not saying it's going to win an Oscar. <laughs> I don't even know how you would win an Oscar when you redo a movie four years later. <laughs> but um, I did read two things. One, the Rotten Tomato score is actually very good for this. Mm, okay, it's kind of su- impressive, like mid seventies, high seventies. And for that, this style movie, it's pretty solid. I mean, from what it was, and probably like the 40s, I don't know what it was. but um, And then I did read, does this set a precedent for movies that are big budget and fail to just go back and say, like, let's try it again. We have that's, all this stuff. That's what's dangerous. I hope not. That's what's this dangerous, is, because this happened. A remake happened. The yeah. fans did it, though. They gave the fans what they wanted. It's so true, and which is the biggest complaint from all of us over the years is that they never have done this given the fans what they want, but like, will they give us what they want, what we want? The the only other time I can think of the fans getting what they want is when they change Sonic's eyeballs and Sonic the Hedgehog. Oh my God. That is so true. Wow. (laughs) And his didn't, wasn't it like his teeth too? Yeah. He he had like a human, too human of a smile. Wild. (laughs) And then they change it. It's like, Oh, this isn't bad. Yeah. It looks good. Yeah. Giggler. How are you feeling about this? Have you been, uh, been getting pretty juiced up oh yeah the trailers all look good yeah i mean it's just so looks so different than the first one uh i i dabbled i watched a little bit of the uh original today oh good um I, i'm so excited i mean Zack snyder i've I, I can't say that i've like i'm like a Zack snyder like fanboy or anything but i mean he basically behind all this like he lost a child during the making of the movie so like this is just his dream coming to fruition so honestly i'm just more excited for him than anyone something that like he's like we all said like it's just the fans basically made this happen yeah um and that's just such an unfortunate thing to happen to him but i hope that this kind of jump starts the uh dcu is yeah is is it it i don't i don't know if it's dcu or dceu i have i've always been so confused about what is the DC Universe and DC Extended Universe. I really, I've always been confused on that. Yeah, and I mean, there's so many, so much controversy around the making of this movie, like with the Ray Fisher stuff, like yes. all that. Like it's like that kind of leaves a sour taste in everyone's mouth. But, but Ray like, Fisher's like totally pro this movie, pro Zack Snyder. Like right. even though he's got this whole thing going on with Joss Whedon and Warner Brothers, this big battle. That, this is like he's like no, Zack understood because I think he finally gets his shot. And I think they really show like origin stories for the characters we didn't have. Hell yeah. yeah, and what a story to be told. Yeah. Like I was so in, I rewatched Justice League last week. So I'm also feeling fresh and you just watched it two weeks ago. Yeah. I mean it was it, it had parts. It had parts. <laughs> well, with that, we are excited. Where are you watching it? And we'll be talking about it. We'll go and say next week. I guess you're gonna like you said, Andy, we're gonna be loading these episodes up again. So we'll have 
Justice League and Falcon Winter Soldier next week. It might be just a double meet, turf and turf. We might just do like yeah, a meet meet. Like yeah. we'll, like we'll keep it real fresh with some fan mail and then just dive into those two things. Old just, Ron Swanson, the old turf and turf. The old turf and turf. Full on <laughs> what's buffet. He, what's, he, what's he say at that restaurant? He says, "I need to. Uh, I'll have all the bacon." <laughs> like I think I think you might have heard. heard I, I want, want a lot of bacon. <laughs> what I said was, I want all bacon. <laughs> Ron Swanson. Um, and we'll be talking about it. Can't wait. So excited. Uh, my expectations are definitely in check for this. Like I'm going in with like a total level head, not like I did with Justice League. Which, speaking of which, we have a lot in what you watching today. So let's get right into it. What you watching? All right. What you watching? Got a lot of things uh, that the boys are watching today. Starting with Justice League. I want to keep this super fresh. Not go deep. Um, but give some high level thoughts. Just we have all seen it res- recently, and you did give a rating, didn't you? I don't remember, but I I liked it more than I thought I did. I think that was kind of my rating. Like I liked it more than I when I watched it the first time. That's right. So let's do. Let's see. If we, are you guys comfortable doing a rating today? Is that like putting you a two on the spot? Do you think I don't you could? Think so. Do you think you could do it? All right. Let me, I'll warm you up and then get you jazzed about this one. So I totally enjoyed it too, Mike. I had the same thought as you. It had a lot of parts where I was like, "This is cool. It looks good." I love The Flash. I love Superman coming back. I hated, spoiler alert for the movie, by the way, um, I hated Steppenwolf. Yeah, that was the, maybe and, the dumbest and, character. And I know time. that's like the big thing. Everyone has already talked about that, but I've never talked about it. He looks like a little schoolboy. Yeah. Like a little t-shirt and his little thing and this stupid little face. Like, I just hate, like the whole time I was like, who are you? Who's thinking that's a good call, too? He looks ridiculous. Is it a t-shirt? He looks, dude, it's like if you look at his outfit, I have to put a, pull up an image now. It's like, it's the way he, they designed his, like, armor. Yeah. He, he looks like a doll. He looks like a big, uh, like, doll walking around. Like, kind of like everything kind of connects. Like, he couldn't, like, take off his shirt. Like, I don't think he has, like, a, you know what I mean? It's, like, yeah. connected to his body. 100%. That's my biggest gripe, too. I hate, hate the villain. So, I think we're in for a treat with that change in that Thursday. I think so, too. And I think the biggest biggest miss for me on the movie was the lack of connection to the characters which is like always been the fundamental pr- problem with dc characters and movies coming from out of warner brothers i'm hoping the Snyder cut can amend that but that was why i didn't like it i have fun with it and i do find myself re-watching it every like few years you know two three years i'll be like okay what what's this like again this last watch though it felt pretty real it was all right i'm gonna give it a rating a 2.8 <laughs> All right, that was your warm-up. How about PC Mike? You want to give any thoughts on this one? Yeah, I know I talked about it a couple weeks ago yes. or last week, whenever it was. Um, highlights, I still like Batfleck. I really do. Hell yeah. I think he's solid as an older Batman. Aquaman, I, I'm going to say, I like all these characters. There you go. Well, but I like that. Okay. I don't think they have a backstory like you talked about. Yep. Superman is just kind of cold in this. It's kind of hard to get that connection with him, and I know that's why they struggle with Superman, I feel like. They can't get that connection with the audience and Superman. Mm-hmm. Like, Man of Steel was supposed to be this great thing, and it was good, but then where's the follow-up? And it just right. kind of, like, stops and sputters. Um, Cyborg just kind of shows up, but he has a great story, and no one really knows about it. Um, the villain, like we've all said, stunk. You had Doomsday. You had all this stuff with him. Why didn't they? Dark side. Dark side. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Why didn't they use him? Like, why didn't you just use him? And if you notice in the first movie, uh, it's hilarious how they like tie the connection to Dark Side. Like, it's one line from Steppenwolf, literally, like in the transition of scenes. He's like, 
oh, I'm going to go kill the Justice League or whatever he says. And it's like changing to another scene and it's just his voice. And he goes, for Darkseid. <laughs> like they just and like that's the ol- And that's it. Like that's the only time I think he's like mentioned. Maybe like at, at the end, I guess, right? The- yeah. Oh, no, at the end of, that was BVS, Batman for Superman. When, okay. Like Sluther. But he's in, the, he's in the, oh, when he's talking uh, to and himself. He's like, he's like the ding dong, the bell's been rung. Yeah, he's talking about Dark Side, but like in the movie itself, Justice League, he's not part of the story other than Steppenwolf saying it. No, so once. Steppenwolf like his henchman. Yeah, right. Andy? I'm, I mean, that's what I'm. That's the vibe that I got. He's like, yeah, yes. like basically, he's Thanos, and then Steppenwolf it's like is the ch- like, yes, the children of Thanos. Children, yeah, like, um, but I, I just don't. So I, I guess I kind of see why they did it to like maybe set up another movie, but yes. you can't set up a second movie if this one is just not great. That's that what aspect. I thought. So they get greedy and we're like, okay, we're going to turn this one movie into two and have first movie be Steppenwolf and then it'll transition to Darkseid. I, I don't know if that was their intent, but like, why do you create all that content, spend all that money on the CGI and stuff and not include anything? I have no idea. And we'll it, have to and, ask Josh Whedon. And it, and it just falls flat. Like, you can just feel like you're just waiting for that like feeling of like, well, what is this? And you're like, oh, well, wait a minute. Um, looks good though. Yeah, character's great, I thought. Um, but just just didn't care about the story. Where do really. you what do you think you could rate it? You just saw it. I was a little lower than you. What did you say? Two point eight. I said two point oh, like eight. Yeah. Two point six or seven. All right. Rewatchable. Like if it's on. Um, and I will say this. I know it's made famous by Marvel, but this is one of the best, if not my. I shouldn't say the best, but one of probably my favorite end credit scenes. What do you say about Marvel? You said it's I like, mean Marvel like oh, made it popular. The end credit scene. The end credit scene in this with Lex Luthor. Yes. And who's on his boat that comes there? Mercenary Deathstroke. Deathstroke. And listen, awesome. so awesome. Looks amazing. What's his name? Joe Man Manganello. Manganello. Look, he's made for the role. We talked about this. I will say this. It was kind of out of nowhere, and also even like Deathstroke was kind of like, what do you want? And he's like, we should team up. And I was like, I mean, couldn't they have like, like already been working together or they could have met? It's just like, did he really ride that boat out there just to hear what like Lex Luthor had to say? It, I don't know. I'm I'm a DC guy. You, I mean, I, I I like these villains. That just had some problems. Hey, but mm-hmm. Deathstroke's awesome. Deathstroke, the character. I'm, I want to see this guy. But I'm not a Lex Luthor by Jesse Eisenberg guy. No? No, that's not. not you don't like him me. shooting hoops? And, and that Batman long Superman, hair. The long hair. And, like, <laughs> Eating the Jolly Ranchers. Oh, senator. God. Hey, Senator. Yeah. <laughs> like, like an after school special, like a teen bully walks in. What are you doing, Senator? Like, <laughs> just, he just didn't do it for me. And his dad was Lex, also, right? So is he like Lex Jr.? Oh, yeah, maybe. That I'm pretty of... sure his dad was like. Because well, in even in the scene that I. Batman vs. Superman was right. on the other day, flipping through. He's talking to the Senator. He's like, that's my dad's painting. Yes. But do you think I should flip it upside down? Because we all know. The angels, the, devil, the devils come from, from above. above. Yeah, the devils don't come from. And I was like, and he's like, doing the yeah. And I was like, he's like, the red capes are coming. I was like, just stop, you weirdo. Just shut up. Oh, is he gonna be in this movie? Oh, he's got to be. He's got to be right. Yeah. I mean, if only if something's got to be in there, if only twelve percent's from the first one. All I'm saying is this: all the trailers they've done, he hasn't had any. Like they've done everything else. They've shown you everything else, but. Maybe they're still keeping some stuff up their sleeve. All right, Andy, uh, thoughts? And uh, I don't want to put you on the spot. If you don't want to rate this today, you can wait till another day. I can do a rating. All right. Uh, I totally agree with my, what Mike says. Like looking at this 
uh, on this video that you'll see if you're on the YouTube, like each of these characters I like by themselves. Not so much Aquaman. He's probably on the, the bottom list there, but um, but like the movie just didn't work as, as a whole. I, I don't know. I don't really. I'll, I'll go with a 2.9 yeah. because I had to basically force myself to rewatch it. So that's I, I can't give it in the threes. Yeah, I'm, that's I'm fair. easy to please. I that's yeah. probably like one of the lower ratings I've given in. I'm the same way. I rate high. I said that um, when we first started. And I really didn't like Wonder Woman in this movie either. For some I, reason, she just wasn't fitting. I, I liked her, but it was just like it. All of it is just so forced, and it's just yeah. like here's Wonder Woman saving this thing, and then Ben Ben Affleck Batman's like, "Hey, we gotta get everybody together." And I was like, "Do you? And why? <laughs> you have Wonder Woman? Yeah, yeah. that's a lot." <laughs> I didn't even catch this until this. Like, I, I most recently watched it, but like, they're basically in the climax, final fight, and then like six minutes later, the movie's over. Yeah. I was like, "What? There's like, this is like a big, like thing, and it's just abruptly ending, kind of like that." I feel like there should have been more, even though it was a two-hour movie. They could have, they still could have extended it a little bit. <laughs> now they're extending, they're doubling it. But well, then they did the mid-credit scene where the where Superman races the Flash. Like, why? And I was like, oh, "What are you doing?" That's campy. I was, like, that's... I was like, "It seems like somebody told you that that's a good idea." Like, hey, we got to get the younger kids involved. This would be an awesome way to sell some merch. That's trying to be Marvel, probably. Like, oh. how dark do you want to be? Like, pick a lane. Do you want to be dark, or do you want to be campy? Yeah. Or, like, if you can be Marvel, they just do it all. Yeah. <laughs> I mean. It's hard. Like, I don't want to compare to Marvel. You, it's but, hard like, not you to, because not. there's two big groups of superhero movies happening out there, and you're just like, man, these are drastically different. Save that stuff for your 17th. Season of The Flash. You guys are talking to a Superman guy. Like, I mean, it's he's on the desk. Like, he's one of my favorites. No one wants to love these movies. I, I defended these movies, too, growing up. Mm-hmm. I remember Superman, Justice League, Man of, even Man of Steel. It's, I mean, it's, Batman vs. Superman, that Martha scene is one of the most cringeworthy in all of cinema. <laughs> it's Martha, what'd you say? Like, what? <laughs> just your mom's? He just couldn't believe that she, he loved a human like that. He didn't realize how human he was. See, you're trying I, to defend I mean, it. You can right defend now. It. It just, <laughs> that's also benefit of the doubt because these movies are troublesome. Yeah. All right, we are ready for the Snyder Cut, Justice League. We, we know that's a quick little review for you. Let's see how they do Thursday. Hey, and like two days ago, Batman, Robert Pattinson's Batman is a year from two days ago or something like that. Yes, that it, and I believe it wrapped, wrapped filming. filming. Yes. Good news. Good news. Yeah, we'll that, give it up for that. That I'm trailer excited. is fire, by the way. That's totally different. Don't f it up, please. Yeah. I guess he. I guess he. Uh, he suited up. He decided. He did suit it up. He decided he. Uh, he could wear the suit <laughs> and not complain about it. It's like, all right, I'll finish the movie. I hope. No, I have high hopes for that movie. I'm excited. All right, let's continue down the path of what you watching. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. We got some fun stuff. Giggler. Let's start with you and tell us about Below Deck Sailing Yacht. Below I believe Deck. there are two seasons. Yes, this is the second season of Sailing Yacht. So overall, there's three Below Deck shows that that run one at a time throughout the year. Which it's basically it, a new episode every single week. And so, it's on Bravo. Uh, yeah, Bravo. Um, Below Deck Sailing Yacht, Below Deck Mediterranean, and I guess just regular Below Deck. So <laughs> constant entertainment of, uh, I mean, we talked a few weeks ago, so just a brief, I guess, explanation if anyone doesn't know what it is. But basically, it's just... Uh, reality TV of that focuses on charter yachts, fancy ass, richest of the rich people, um, and it does like reality t- 
TV of the people that work on the boat, the crew, uh, people that they got the chef, the captain, the um, what the hell are they called? Mike, help me out here. Like deckhands. Deckhands, yeah. Deckhands, deckhands like the the stewardesses, and so obviously chief they, like, stews. They, there's like always drama, may or may not be planned or uh, <laughs> good. or not, but um. It's very entertaining. And I what's the sailing it. yacht premise? Sailing is that the type of is that just the type of boat yeah. they're on? Yeah, exactly. Okay, it's, it's, small, sails. it's, it's yeah, pretty they, cool. They say yeah, it's 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 big it's old yachts that like say like they're out there. Yeah. Okay, yeah. that's pretty like cool. He's, like he's, he, the captain, he's the guy in the middle. He's running like he's like get up there, get the sail going. It's and then they have guests on that are having like a good time. Yeah. Oh yeah, these people just can you imagine like being on one of these just all inclusive, just getting hammered. I can imagine that because I'd be like, good. At, I'd be good at it. <laughs> yeah, that, that's it. Happens all the time. There's guests that just completely embarrass themselves. Like, oh my gosh. Episode, oh, and, oh, and then they're being filmed. Obviously, so it's yeah, like so real world. Yeah. Oh jeez. So okay. well, because you're on there, and like it's all the booze you can drink. You're out in the sun. And you're they, on vacation. And it's reality TV, so they're doing like the ooh, these two are going to bed together yeah. stuff like exactly. that. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. So there's yeah, there's a lot of like it's really weird because they sleep in like the tiniest quarters. And like this this season, the new one, there's like a guy that's like almost seven foot tall and he's just crammed into this tiny little little bed. But just to throw out just an example of some of the just crazy stuff that happens, Mike Mike, you're gonna probably laugh at this one too. This may be one of my favorite all time moments, but one of the guests got hammered at drunk and hammered drunk at dinner and basically jumped off the boat at night and the captain's literally saying don't do it i will end your charter right now oh my god and gosh. she's she does it and does it and then she's swimming around and does something about asking for bacon like she was just yeah. obliterated in the water and, and she's the, like the a... guy's like I, it's over Ch- charter's over we're, we're canceling it the next day she just wakes up like complete shame evidently and they're like okay we're just gonna kick you off because the the primary there's like the primary is like the people that are basically paying for it okay and they're like okay the, yeah let's can we just kick her off and so they basically have a, a tender which is like a small boat that's attached to it that kind of goes wherever they need to go so they they load her up on there the next morning, and she, they're halfway like to shore, and this lady jumps off no, again. No, she is like being <laughs> like, kicked off. <laughs> like one time you're drunk, I get. But then you're up. then you're sober in the daylight, on the lifeboat taking you back to the thing, and she yeah. t- and she just like what through a fit. I I don't know. She hell? wasn't she wasn't like a. 20 30 yeah she's an older lady so really i was like what are you doing oh this is great and so this is uh you said the season so season two premiered last night episode no this is the third episode last was last night third uh, episode episode. so it's sunday you watching this on sunday uh, mondays monday monday it's basically every year round every single monday it's on we we uh make a thing of it yeah and obviously there's a lot of popular things happening with the show because there are three varieties of the yeah show. and then bravo does their bravo thing and they tie in like oh the housewives will be on like one of so the it's shows. on bravo you probably watch it on hulu i assume too yeah. i still yeah. have never seen it you watch it obviously rachel watches i am entertained what by do you what do you think you of it? yeah so it's fine like, yeah it's entertaining it's, yeah for an hour of tv it's just kind of mindless hour, on a monday hour-long episodes yeah all right cool uh below deck sailing night you heard it uh, one of andy's favorites um, you're welcome. We haven't ever done this with our watch you watching. If there's something you want to rate, you just let me know. So maybe you can wait till I don't know if it's like by episode of of Below Deck or it's like a whole season. You can let us know. Series that takes six years. 
Um, I'm hoping that Mike is finally going to wrap up The Wire Season 3 today. Finished, baby. <laughs> All right. I've seen his picture before. Yeah, it's been the same picture for three weeks. Um, PC Mike's been watching The Wire Season 3. Tell us about it. So there are 12 hour-long episodes. These aren't WandaVision hour-long episodes either. They are 59 minutes of action. Mm-hmm. So it takes a while. Okay. But um, The Wire right. Season 3 finished it up the other day. It's actually my favorite season of The Wire. Oh. I'm going to continue watching The Wire season four and five and wrap it up. There it is. And there are five seasons. Five seasons total. Um, it and got wait, a little tell, more... us, tell us where you're watching this again. Um, HBO. HBO. It's HBO Max. But it got more interesting. It's more It's more of a focused story, um, I would say. And you get more. I'm more invested in the characters now All right. than I was previously. But yeah, The Wire season three, my favorite season so far of The Wire. I hear four is great, um, so I'm excited to start that. But, man, when you're getting ready to start, like, a 12-hour season, you're like, here we go. <laughs> here we go. Here we go. Um, I'm telling you this. I'm happy to hear that you liked it, and I, it's almost kind of exciting to think about a show that didn't start off so hot, kind of lukewarm, but then just, like, ramps up. Yeah, it got better. It got a lot better. You- and I will not – I promise, listeners, I will not talk about The Wire until I'm done again. <laughs> So next time you hear Mike talking about The Wire. Season 5 is done. Season 5? You're gonna just going to go just straight. Just go straight through. You can tell us about Season I'll see, 4. I'll talk about Season we gotta, 4. we got to meet in the middle somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's either every week or not for six months. Yeah. <laughs> All right, cool. Third season, would you, do you want to give it a rating? I want to hold off. Let's hold off on it. All right. And then you also watched on Netflix, Murder Among mm. the Mormons. Let's keep this spoiler-free as well because I haven't seen it, yeah. and it's been catching my eye. I'm going to keep it spoiler-free because there's three episodes. I'm two. I'm d- through two. Okay. How, um, how is it so far? So, doing a little prep for the show as we we're sitting here talking, and I looked it up. Okay. I see. I don't see any spoilers, but I see like the rating of everybody loving it. And wow, what this is awesome. Wow, it's crazy how this happened. And I'm two episodes in, and I'm like, uh-oh. What are we talking about here? Oh, boy. So the premise is it's out in Utah, and they t- give some good backstory about the Mormon religion and things like that. So um, Mormon and their documents, they're sacred, uh, because really the Mormon religion started in like the 1800s. So there's papers and things of their religion out there, and some people were selling them for hundreds of thousands of dollars, some original documents and different things like that. Well, some people got pretty greedy, mm. and some things happened there. So it's just like— And it's a true story. It's a true story that happened in the 80s, but, man, the first two episodes, it's like, if I wanted to watch a show about documents— And it's only three episodes yeah, total? Yeah. So and, I will finish, um, and I'll give a report next week yeah, about it. let us know. But, like seeing the reviews as I was like just trying to get like some specifics, like oh it's three episodes for sure and all that. I was like, man, I don't know what you guys are watching the first two, but you know what that makes me I mean, I've watched some really I've watched some documentaries lately that have just let me down. And I, it's been the Netflix murder mystery documentaries that have let us down lately. Like the has. three episode little I guess the Night Soccer one was pretty good. But, but we we all watched the Cecil Hotel one and, and that, that was and that would just ended up being like kinda like, okay. Like did we need four yeah. of these? We needed one. We needed one. Get so I think this is what that's going to be. Again. Not make, is it, yeah. Making a Murderer was 10 episodes. Like the first season. Season two is kind of like. Was season two even good? No. I well, never finished it. I, I was like, it's what I'm the saying. same thing like, as season one. It's like almost like, this is what I'm saying. Like, it's like, they were, like there, there were a few good ones out, and we'd also like not seen a lot of documentaries like this five, ten years ago. I feel like now they're like, well, if you make it, people will watch it. We got to the internet. I know what Stephen Avery's doing in prison. Thank you, season two, for catching me up. What he was doing when I can just look it up. Yeah, 
That's what was wrong with season two. All right. Well, here's the thing. We'll we'll won't judge this one yet. You haven't finished it. Nope. Report next week. Let us know how it goes. Speaking of making a murder, it's a shame that Brendan Dassey is still in prison. Is he still in prison? Still in prison. He just wants to watch WrestleMania. Oh my gosh! Bullshit. The legal system is screwing him. He only has like a month. WrestleMania is in like three weeks. He's. I mean, maybe he has a TV in his cell. But they legit said he was getting out, and then they're like, "Huh? I don't know if he was." Like they were releasing him, and then something happened. Like the eleventh hour. Like, nope. Oh my! I haven't read anything on it. Poor guy. Maybe it'll be a making a murderer season three. (laughs) <laughs> I think they story. probably want to. <laughs> They're probably making it all the time. All the time. It doesn't stop. All right. More on murder among the Mormons on Netflix. That'll come from PZ Mike next crazy. week. Crazy. Hey, watch this on YouTube because you have some crazy pictures and stuff. Oh, like yeah. I'm, we're always plugging our YouTube channel. We, we appreciate you podcast listeners. But if you're ever like, oh, I'm cleaning the house. I got some laundry going. And you want to like have something on your YouTube, go to our YouTube channel. We have visuals yeah. for literally everything we talk about. Speaking of which... This is from Comedy Central. Watch it on HBO. I did watch. I did enjoy the South Park vaccination special. It was a lot of fun. It was. This was the special. The last special we saw was the pandemic special. Mm-hmm. Is that what they called yeah, it? Yeah. yeah. So that was fun. That, I think that one was better than this one. This one was still fun. I thought this was cool. Broke down some fourth wall. Overall, I had a good time. I thought we could talk about maybe a couple favorite moments before we take our break. This is our last thing before we get into the meat for today, which is Ant Man. What do you guys think of this? I'll start with you, Giggler. Um, this is one thing that I was only like half paying attention to when I watched mm-hmm. it, which is probably every episode of South Park. Just so on. I still laugh my ass off. It's I, I miss this show. Like I was, I was thinking that this was like the premiere of a new season, but I guess it was just a special. I I want them to come back to just entertain me on a weekly basis because mm-hmm. I like, don't have many shows that. That do that now. Well, I've actually, I've, I was wondering, is it a special? I was like, so it's a special. I was like, are there episodes? Is it, did sure did it they is. pluck this out of the season and put it on HBO, or was it like it was just made this one thing? There aren't, there's not a season right yeah, now. Yeah, I think it's just a a one, one a one off. off. Yeah, one offs. But okay, I laughed a lot. I mean, this this scene that you put right here, <laughs> the community kids. Community Spoiler kids. alert for it. If you haven't seen it, we're gonna talk about some just favorite moments. The community kids with the K. <laughs> That was probably one of my favorites. Well, look at these kids. They, they spelled it with a K. They're legit. Yeah. They're like, <laughs> oh, that's so nice. Uh, PC Mike, what did you think of this thing? I enjoyed it because it hit home with me uh-huh. um, with the education aspect and all that fun stuff. <laughs> but uh, uh, They're getting these t- vaccines for teachers. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, bet you, I bet it did hit <laughs> it home. It was good. Um, but I, I'm kind of a little different than Andy. I like that they're doing these kind of little specials because they did a Randy Marsh like – the last season was only a couple episodes, like with Randy Marsh on his pot farm. Right. And he's like, almost the end of season special, like when the season was wrapping <laughs> up and stuff like that. And then they had the va- and then they had the pandemic special where Randy's still doing his thing, and then they had the vaccination. I don't know. There were some funny parts, like Walgreens being the coolest club, and the, all the old people come out, and they're like, we're heading to the bar, boys. All the old, like, hey, old people, all the old people are out going to bars and restaurants. I have to stay home. <laughs> and then that one lady's like, 79, bitches. Yes. <laughs> She's walking in. I just thought those those parts were funny. I mean, South Park just does what they do, and yeah. it's crazy 20-plus years or however long it is that they're still doing it. Yeah, it is crazy, and what's always been impressive to me about South Park, which it never they never needed to do this, but they did, they would turn things around so quickly. Things that happened in pop culture, and then you'd see an episode that week. They're like, they're making fun of that already? Yeah. yeah. Um, so I kind of get what you're saying, too, and it's like, man, I wish they'd just come back and make the, keep, just make a ton of shows, but the specials are fun. 
that's a documentary I would for sure recommend any South Park fan watching. The it was on mm-hmm. Comedy Central. I don't know the name of it, but they basically went through like a making and making of an episode. Starts like li- yeah, they literally start on like a Thursday, and then work all the way up until it airs that that next Wednesday every week, every week. So like it's just like completely <laughs> grind. Whoa, just like grind. Well, we're not animators. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> these are pictures from the internet. Thank God, there was. I know I they they do some good callbacks in this. Casa Benitas was mentioned. Mm. Um and then I love when the Kyle, Stan, and Eric are all sitting in the conference room and Eric's going through all the times that they can watch Kenny. He's like, We yes. can do an A A B B schedule. It was that was probably my favorite part was the yes. scene with all of his calendars. Yeah. It's it's like they're having like a child and they're trying to d- break it up for a it's divorce. Like divorced parents. Yeah. Like, he's like, All right, we could do every other weekend. And he's like, Well, that's that's a long time to have Kenny. I would like to have a set schedule. He's like, Oh, I'm glad you brought that up. I have actually have this one. <laughs> he, had, he had like fifty. <laughs> and then so we could do like a rotating weekends with a midweek shift where yeah. you switch on Wednesday. <laughs> um, and then the biggest thing that happened in this one, big spoiler alert here, but Mr. Garrison makes a comeback. He's back. Because he had been, he's gone because of like all the controversy. He was the president. He was the president. He, he was, was a woman. He, and then he, he, woman. he was turned into a woman, turned into a, back into a man, thought he was gay. He says it in the episode too. He's like, yeah. I thought I was gay, <laughs> um, but he's back. I'm just here to teach your kids. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't know why everybody's mad at him. Yeah, he's at the grocery store like, what? QAnon. Um, and then the biggest thing that happened in this one was like the fourth wall was broken down in a pretty big way. And like they were talking to, it seemed like the creators of the show at the end. Yeah. Is that what you guys took away from that? A little bit, yeah. Like the, because the guy that was the QAnon theorist that was like leading Mr. Garrison forever, he, they turned him into like a penis. <laughs> and then they, <laughs> oh, yeah. they turned him like into a whole bunch of stuff. And they turned it too deep, two dimensional for mm-hmm. a second. Yeah. They flipped the thing on yeah, you. That was weird. That was wild. Yep. So I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah, I liked it. The QAnon theories were wild. Oh, my gosh. It's hilarious. Look, what were they? The little cuties? <laughs> yeah. The little kids that yeah. were being taught by the QAnon tutors? Oh, and the, <laughs> oh, no. And then, was it Clyde or something? It's like, 2020 is going to be just like 2021 when, that, when Mr. Garrison goes in there and it's like choking. <laughs> Chokes the tutor. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty good. Okay. Well, hopefully we'll see another one. Uh, I guess whatever the next big life event is for all of us, South Park will jump in, do their thing. All right. Lots of what you watching today. Appreciate you guys bringing yours today, and we have a lot to cover here in the meet. So before we do that, stick around. When we come back, we're going to be talking about Ant-Man and the hashtag MCU Rewatch. We'll be right back. Hey podcast listeners, this is Chris Holsey. I'm the host of the new true crime podcast, Small Town Forgotten. In the first season, I focus on a very personal cold case. 31 years ago, my family member, Jimmy Wade Martin, was murdered in front of multiple witnesses in Bonterre, Missouri. A murder weapon was found and a man confessed, and yet there have been no convictions and no justice for Jimmy Wade's twin daughters. You can listen to Small Town Forgotten directly from our website, smalltownforgotten.com, Spotify, YouTube, or anywhere you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. The Meat. Welcome back from the break. I'm your host, Logan, mostly superheroes. I hope you're enjoying your time with myself, PC Mike, and The Giggler. What you watching was packed today. We had a lot lot to talk about. There's a lot happening uh, in the superhero live-action world, and we're definitely not complaining. We're having a fun time. Hope you guys are having a fun time. And would love to get you featured on fan mail. Go to mostlysuperheroes.com. Check out the website. Lots of ways to interact with us. 
And uh, while you're there on the website, check out our brand new library of MCU ratings and reviews at mostlysuperheroes.com forward slash MCU, where all of them are being kept. And we're updating it weekly as we do these. We're using the hashtag MCU Rewatch. And our next movie comes after Avengers Age of Ultron, which we did talk about briefly last week, and we have a review on that one. And before Captain America Civil War, which we'll cover next week, and Marvel in this one proves it once again that even the smallest of superheroes can do just fine at the box office. A movie that turned Paul Rudd into a full-fledged superhero. This is the 2015 action-packed comedy Ant-Man. Uh, before we dive in, we're going to keep the story nice and tight today. Talk about some big moments. Talk about our favorite parts and how the movie connects in the MCU. That's what uh, we really like to do with these movies. We're watching the old stuff with the new stuff, helping you connect the dots where it matters most. Before we do that, let's do a gut check roundtable. I watched this thing 45 minutes ago. Before I, it ended, right when we started here, I'm feeling fresh. I hit print. I got my notes here. It's It's <laughs> locked and loaded in the brain. Giggler, how about you? When's the last time you saw this thing? Uh, earlier today. Well, threw that baby <laughs> on while I was work, working hard today. That's um, right. And uh, gave it most of my attention. Sure, Obviously, that's fair. Obviously, work comes first, always. But always. In case my boss listens to this. That's right. And even if not, you would always say that. <laughs> I'm like, because it's true. <laughs> Hope he's not watching on YouTube. I'm over here <laughs> winking at Andy. <laughs> All right, so you saw it today. How did it feel as it ended? Um what was yeah. your what was your general feeling? I liked it. We'll I, save the rating for the end. Yeah, I uh, I think when I did my rewatch a few months ago, I was in pre- crazy to think about that. I watched the whole all twenty three movies or whatever in anticipation of Wandavision, and that here we are. That's our he over. Um, I skipped a few movies in that in that rewatch. This was one of them, and I, I not rewatching it today. I was like, you know what? This is not. This isn't as, as as bad as I as I imagined. It's 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 funny. It's got some good action scenes, I think. Um, but it's just kind of just kind of weird, I guess. Okay, just that's the, fair. The whole premise, but I mean, it's that's just what I mean. He's an ant, like the bug. The bug stuff is just kind of like weird. Like there's there's a bug, at, like a big ass ant at the end that uh-huh. just lives with them. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. So that's. That's all safe for now. We'll get into we'll the rest later. We'll get into it. We'll see how that fe- uh, when we get through it, how we rate at the end. And then PC Mike, I'm just going to tell everybody you didn't see this one. I have never watched Ant-Man. Never seen it. Never have seen any... this film. I wish you would have watched it maybe for the podcast you're on. I... <laughs> where we have to talk about you it. You know what? Life happens sometimes. <laughs> That's but You right. know what? Like you, listener, if you haven't watched it, I'm in your shoes. I'm going <laughs> to learn a little bit today. I like Paul Rudd. He's a Chiefs fan just like me, so we have that in common, but... The only thing that sucks is if you're like Mike, I'm going to give it to you right now. It's a spoiler alert for this movie because we are going to talk about the story, as we always do. So, Mike will come back around, but uh, I I had to give you a little shit, but but I'm with you. Life does happen, and sometimes you can't squeeze a movie in. I was going to try to watch it today in Laundry Called because (laughs) I checked my underwear drawer and it had to be done. (laughs) We, We talked about storytelling earlier. Let's see how good of a storyteller you are. Well, I think I'm. I think I'm about to nail it. You just set me up. I'm sure you, you just are. you just lofted me up softball. Like I'm about to hit team. it out of the park. Yeah, I hate softball. By the way, don't ask me to play on your team. <laughs> 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 All 
Um, all right, so let's talk about the story. Spoiler alert, PC Mike hasn't seen it, but maybe this will encourage him to put it on as he does like MCU rewatches one day. I'm just going to close my eyes and let you tell me the story. <laughs> well, you have headphones on. <laughs> That's perfect. It's like an audiobook. Um, all right, so here we go. Here, let's get into the story. Full spoiler alert. Um, I'll say just my gut check on this one. I remember seeing this one in theaters. I, I was a lot like you, Andy. I kind of thought, like, this is kind of weird. I don't know if I'm into this. Looking back at it, it was only because... I went into that movie like this isn't Iron Man, this isn't Thor, this isn't Captain America. Rewatching this today, this movie is fantastic. I had a lot of fun, and I'm excited to talk to our listeners and viewers about it and give you guys a fresh rating. Very quickly, breezing right through this, big spoiler alert. If you don't want to know what happens in Ant-Man, you're about to find out all of it very quick in a quick synopsis. So in 1989, we meet Dr. Hank Pym. This is Michael Douglas, who creates a shrinking technology and he's actually working with, this is pretty cool, Howard Stark, Peggy Carter, and I think his name is Mitchell Carlson, who ends up being like a Hydra guy. But Peggy Carter's in this movie, like in the 80s, and uh, Tony Stark's dad. And Pym decides that this tech is too dangerous. People can't have it, and decides to stop making the stuff and pretty much puts it in hiding until 30 years later, his apprentice and all-around douchebag, Darren Cross, the bad guy of the film, has successfully made it again. Pym decides he has to stop Darren, this Darren dude, from using uh, this tech for evil. How's he going to do this? Meet Scott Lang, a.k.a. Paul Rudd. He's a cat burglar living in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. He's also a dad. He was just released from prison. He's out here doing his best. He's like, I can't get in trouble, so he's trying to just be a good father. Gets down on his luck, gets fired from a Baskin-Robbins, has to go take the first job that he hears about. That hears like It, it sounds like it's just too easy. It's like bust into this old man's house, steal from his safe. Well, it is too good to be true. This is Dr. Pym laying a trap for Scott Lang to steal a suit. Turns out this suit can shrink. It has the Pym particles that we learned about in the beginning of the movie. And the whole plan is for Dr. Pym to use Scott to use his shrinking suit to steal the formula from none other than Darren Cross, a.k.a. Yellow Jacket, in this movie, played by Corey Stoll who you might recognize from House of Cards. Oh, yeah. He was uh, one of those politicians, and I, w- I won't say if you haven't seen House of Cards, there's something big happens to his character. I'll say that. <laughs> Scott Lang does hmm. become Ant-Man in the end. He steals Avenger tech from campus and has a fight against Falcon, Anthony Mackie, in this movie. And with the help of Hope, played by Evangeline Lilly, which who I, of course, know from Lost. She's fantastic in this movie. plays Pym's daughter. And his friend, Lewis, played by Michael Pina, who is, I don't know if that's how you say his name, but he's uh, Scott's best friend in this movie, and he's always given the funny flashbacks. Hilarious, so much fun. Ant-Man, or Scott, does kill Yellow Jacket. He travels to and from the quantum realm and even wins the respect of his daughter, his ex-wife, and his ex-wife's new husband. The credits roll, and that's the story of Ant-Man. cinematic masterpiece how that was like three minutes that was great that was pretty good huh saved me two hours <laughs> and, and now if you're like mike and you never wanted to see it you've heard about it um the, the credits roll i had so much fun it was really good um let's just hit the in credit scenes real quick and then we'll top top moments connections and a rating first in credit scene is the wasp evangeline lily getting her outfit teasing out the next movie Ant-Man and the Wasp. Wasp. (laughs) Very clearly titled. 
And then the end credit scene number two. Did you watch this today? Yes. This was so cool. This really dropped me back into theaters. It's Cap and Falcon coming off the events of Age of Ultron. And we know the next movie, which was being promoted at the time, was Captain America Civil War. And you get Cap and Falcon with Bucky like locked down. And Sam says, like, I know a guy to like help him in this situation. He's teasing out the events of Captain America Civil War. And this was crazy because you didn't. That was like the first time they had ever like taken just a scene from the movie. And that's a that's a scene right out of Civil War and put it into an in credit scene. So they basically just gave you like a preview of the next yeah. film. So he's talking about Ant-Man when he says he knows a guy? Yeah. Okay. Because he's like, like because, because he goes, we need some help. He's like, Tony probably won't believe us because of the Sokovia Accords, which we haven't even learned about yet. Yeah. So you're like, oh, shit. That's crazy. What's that? And then he, he says, we might need some help. And Anthony Mackie, the Falcon, says, I know a guy. Okay. Um. All right. So that's the movie. Let's talk about favorite moments, biggest connections. I've already talked about some of these. Lewis's flashbacks are just so great. And he has voiceover all the characters that are in his stories. Um, you get Sam looking for Scott. Actually, at the end of this movie, he's like, remember, he's like asking people about it. Yeah. That was during one of his flashbacks. Yes. That, that, that was my favorite. One of my favorite parts of the movie, for sure. Oh, so good. That's also where the Stan Lee cameo lives, is in that flashback. He's a bartender. Right? Yep. Um, why Anthony Mackie's looking for him. So there you go. You already got an Anthony Mackie appearance in this. This is after Age of Ultron, whenever he's training with Captain America at the new Avengers campus, and that's where Scott like, goes to break in and steal that tech. Yeah. Call him Anthony Mackie. <laughs> oh, that was good. <laughs> that was very good. That was really good, because that's what Scott Lang calls his aunt friend in this movie, oh, yeah. is Anthony. Rest in peace. R.I.P. That was a, that was sad, for it sure. It was so sad. I, you you name, like, name an aunt? And then kill him? I mean, I know there's like... Billions. He didn't kill him. It was... He got shot from well, out yeah. from underneath No, him. I mean, I just mean like the creator of the movie. Oh, like, you meant the writers. Yeah. Like they, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Ant-Man's just an ant killer. No, no. I, I mean, yeah, he got he got shot down by uh, Cross, right? Mm-hmm. We were like fly, they were flying at the helicopter. Yeah, that was like, that's like that's sad. It like, was sad. There's billions of ants like in the world. Right. They're everywhere. Right. But it was, it was really sad. It was like... But it gave Scott that extra push to be like, I got to really... Get these guys now. Yeah. Um, there's a there's a call out to Avengers: Age of Ultron in this movie. Pym actually calls out out the Avengers for dropping a city on the world. They're talking about Sokovia falling from the sky in the last movie we saw. So this is again foreshadowing for what you see coming up in Captain America: Civil War. And um, one of my favorite parts is absolutely Scott's like first time as Ant Man when he's in the bathtub, mm-hmm. shrinks down, goes in the sink, falls through levels of the city like into a party and like there's music and he's trying to get stepped on also like just the big fight scene with him and yellow jacket in the suitcase and (laughs) the yellow jacket guy goes i will destroy you or something like that and the phone and the briefcase siri like activated and it says like playing disturbed or something by the cure it's a a song by the cure (laughs) yep (laughs) (laughs) forgot what it was called uh ant-man versus falcon was a great fight Andy, anything else you saw today whenever um, you were watching? I like the, the the opening scene where they have like the de-aging of Michael Douglas and he's oh, talking yeah, to yeah. uh Howard Stark and it 
Pe- that's Peggy Carter, right? That's what I was saying. I was yeah, like, that's, that's that's absolutely wild. like uh, that was pretty cool. Just like see. aged her a little bit, like so yeah. it's like 1989, so she's like middle of the road. Peggy yeah. Carter. We've seen her it's like so many different times, so it's kind of like confusing, but yeah, I get, I get it. I In get, the beginning of an Ant Man movie. Yeah. So that's that was pretty cool. Um, what else we got? The I guess the main battle scene that was taking place uh, in Cassie Lang's room. Oh yeah, with like the uh, Thomas the Train engine. Yes, and like it, it's just funny how they 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 do the cutscenes of like the action where they you see them fighting on uh, like in this child's room like as small bugs shooting lasers at each other, all this stuff, and um, and then you see it from like her perspective, and she just sees like. <laughs> The yeah. tr- little train moving and like, like the epic lasers music. flying out of it and like the, yeah okay, the epic is... music like stops and she's just sitting on her bed and the little train just like goes like Ch-ch-ch. yeah <laughs> <laughs> but to them it was like pow, pow. yeah um I like the quantum realm in this I knew I called this when the movie ended I was like that's gonna be a big thing against Thanos I didn't know how yeah I didn't know but I was like that's gonna play a role and we won't get into it but it does it did a big part but you haven't seen this movie I I know about. Quantum Realm. Have you seen Ant Man and the Wasp? No. This Is guy. that better? Anti Man over well, here. Well, we're gonna anti. You know what we're gonna do is we're gonna have to give you homework to where you can watch this and you come back and give us a rating. <laughs> but you're right. You've heard the recap here. I'm sorry. I'll stop giving you shit. Is but, it better than Ant Man and the Wasp? Is this better than Ant Man and the Wasp? They're like the same. They're like on the same level to me. They're both. I would agree. Equally as good. They're which both equally fine. Speaking of which. Let's go ahead and rate this thing. Giggler, was there any other top moments, parts, um, anything else you want to highlight? But yeah, let's give you a rating. You just saw it today. This is perfect. Mm, that's about everything. I mean, there's just a, the the action is just a little bit, a little bit different. Like just big things. Them throwing the little disc. I, I want one of those. Those little discs. Yeah, like when they blow stuff up to shrink them and the, the tank. Yeah, like tank it just up. The, yeah, like big things coming out of nowhere and like effing everything up. It's <laughs> it's great entertainment. I agree, and it's funny. Like I, I've been a huge Paul Rudd fan since Friends. Oh yeah, great. for sure. Um, and like he never ages. It's insane. I see that in like memes and stuff, but like it's actually true. Like how does he do this? He looks the same always. Yeah, yeah. I need to get whatever he's on. All right. Um, yeah. That's that. I don't know. That's about it. That's well, you gotta rate it. Um, I know you don't want to because I feel like it's not one of your favorites. That's all right. You can give it an honest rating. Okay. Well, always. I mean, here's the thing. I'll rewatch it at any time, so mm-hmm. it's got to be above three. I think so. Put I I just put it down on my phone. I'm starting to to track my ratings now, so I can do better <laughs> comparison. Yeah, we need to. I, I told you it's on my list, but like I'd love some help if somebody wants to go back and watch it. Them all. <laughs> this is where we need like a real Here, intern to just let's divide it up into. I'll all do the, all I'll do it. You're no, pushing, no, 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 no. It's good. We're talking about it on air. People need to know. Like we need to have like we got to start building our database. Like we've got them like living on the library now. But now we need like a database of like, well, how do all these scores live? And like, what's we've done the the ratings. We need to start doing the rankings. So like, where there's like a yeah. living and breathing scale of movies. That's what I mean. I don't want to give a rating that's better than a movie, but the one I actually would rank it differently. If that makes any sense? It yeah, does. Like, that does. I right hear what now, you're I might spit out a number, but then be like, oh, I can't change the ones that I've already done. So you kind of got to. I, in my, in my book, it's our podcast. We make our own oh, rules. Oh, you are totally right. Too. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Or, or you just give it like a new rating, and like we just like track how the rating changes. That rating didn't happen. <laughs> we, just, we just Snyder cut this thing. Yeah. <laughs> Took we four just, years, but we're back. We just do it over. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. oh, I change it. Like, you can't do that. Well, I can. 
Just did. Yep. Just did. It's a four now. Hey Logan, on the on the YouTube, can you like blur out my mustache too? Like I do in the Snyder cut. <laughs> you just got that big thick that thick chin and face. Yeah. Um all right, well let's hear it. I got it. I got it. I just wrote it down earlier. So three point one. So it did break three. Before today, it probably was a two point nine. Yeah. But given this rewatch and I, how much I enjoyed it more than I think the past. Like I, I probably would only seen this movie twice prior. Like all the other MC or most of the other MCU movies, not not very like not even close. I've probably seen most all of them over in double digits. So do you think me talking about this movie and like pumping it up though did it did it make your rating go up? It could have because like maybe subconsciously I don't maybe. know. Is You're that... a fan of the moment. I mean, should we start doing ratings first? Like, oh my gosh, no! You gotta, you gotta talk no, no, no. about it. You gotta wrote, talk about it, and then you, then you rate it. I wrote my rating down before you start talking. I think. Really? See, so. that's the that's the move. You yeah. write it down at home and you bring it in. Yeah, I like that. I've not seen this, but just in my mind, Paul Rudd would be bad in prison. He they, they show him in prison. He starts. He like punches a he, guy that's much bigger than him. It's like a ritual, a goodbye ritual. But like he gets like full on punched in the face. Again, I haven't seen it. I know you haven't. It's all right. I'm not gonna make. I'm, I, trust me. I want to make fun of you more, but I'm just. It's, it'll be fine. You'll see it one day. Um, all right. There's mine. Um, thank you, Andy, for your rating and your review. I revisiting this. I was like, this movie's a home run. It was. Uh, I I was like you in terms of. It underwhelmed me the first time I saw it in theaters. I was like, okay, but I really do believe it was just because I was like pumped for Captain America: Civil War to see like 15 characters come on screen, and it was like, well, this is just Ant Man. Well, I'm revisiting it. It's a home run. I think it, it accomplishes uh, where other studios have failed in the fact that, like, this is a spinoff of the MCU. Um, but it stands on its own two feet. Like, this is a story you care about. It has its own stakes. It has its own villains. It has its own world that, like, you care about. And then it has the Avengers and the MCU to, like, lean on. But it doesn't – I feel like it doesn't lean on it too heavily. There's only, like, the Falcon fight, Right. And then there's like the end credit scene, which is like that's a, a big payoff for like the MCU fan that was like waiting for that end credit scene was like, all right, here's Civil War. But other than that, the movie stands on its own two feet. Thought it pretty good, and um, it's action packed. It's an amazing story. I thought it was like Honey Shrunk the Kids on steroids. That's a great analogy. Like I, just like Banana Land, Honey I Shrunk the Kids. Like imagine all the things they did, but like it looks really amazing. Yeah, because when you were talking Honey I Shrunk the Kids, I was thinking about the ant scene. Yeah, uh, yeah. These and they have like what, like two or three ants in that movie Mm because like they made the props and it was probably a big amount of work. With the technology nowadays, like Scott Lang is Ant Man. Like he's in a bathtub running from water, and I'm like, this is terrifying. Um, I'll watch it forever. It'll be one I revisit quite a bit, and I'm actually really excited to see Ant Man and the Wasp now. Uh, I gave it a three point four. Whoa, very nice. I surprised myself. Uh, it's, it's some, I never know how it's going to feel. I went into Iron Man 3 thinking it was going to be awesome. I think it's True. another reason also like the villain, he's very hateable. Like I think he, he, he plays a villain in like most things. He's a he's great in. actor. He like, is. I, yeah, that guy. He, I, just comes off, he, he, well. he just comes off evil. Yeah. Uh, maybe it's like the bald baldness. I don't know. It's and like he's just well, shiny he, ass head he's got. You said it. He's a good actor. The part where he comes in and he was, he was going to kill Hank Pym at his house. He has like the black gloves on. And later in the movie, he's like, I came there to kill you. And I was like, God, this gets dark a little bit. Yeah. Um, all right, uh, PC Mike, will you watch this movie now that you heard me and Andy nerd out about it? And it's not like, will you, you better. I mean, like, genuinely, will you watch it? I think so. Okay. All right. That's fair. 
Maybe it's gonna I, it's gonna have to be on TV or something. Yeah, I'm not gonna give a percentage or anything, just, but just you're not gonna go to your own what you watching some week. There you go. Yeah, yeah you yeah. should come in with something. Yeah, new. have you guys ever heard of this movie called <laughs> The Wire? <laughs> Dash Man. He's like, what about The Wire season three? <laughs> Um, all right, cool. Uh, well, we hope you enjoyed our recap and rating of Ant-Man. Uh, go check it out with the rest of our titles we've covered on uh, our MCU library, superheroes.com forward slash MCU. Plenty more coming. Watching the old stuff with the new stuff, and the new stuff that's coming up this week is Falcon and Winter Soldier. So with that, let's go ahead and just uh, get into what's coming up on the show. So I didn't mention it here, but uh, next title in our rewatch will be next week. I will ask you to watch this one, Mike, if you have the time. Captain America Civil War, which I just talked about so much. Holy cow. Basically like Avengers 2.5. I have seen this one. So good. But it's been a while. So I will. I'm going to make a promise. Okay. I'm going to watch this before next week again. (laughs) Hey, I hope so. Gosh, I thought we were about to have our own Civil War here. Oh, man. It's like you guys reach across the table, throw hands. I mean, the mostly accords. From what I remember, I mean, they just kind (laughs) of complain about nothing and they're mad at each other, but whatever. Yeah, well, and it is interesting. I'm actually really excited to rewatch this one as well because there are like defined politics in this movie. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to like really think about. I've always thought about like the different sides, but this time I'm really going to go into this thinking like, what is this? Do you think they meant to have a red on one side and blue on the other? I mean, I mean, it's it's clear. It's clearer. Wow. It's more clear. Yeah, it's like kind of like they made the shield a little different. Okay, we'll see this. The bust-out film, Captain America Civil War. Get ready for that one. That's going to be a blast. Uh, so many introductions. We'll have to, it'll, be tr- it'll be a struggle to keep that one tight because a lot mm-hmm. happens. Yeah. But we will. We'll do it for you. And then next up will be Doctor Strange. And then Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. So we're in Phase 3. We're moving through the films, and we're using the hashtag MCU Rewatch on our social media. Again, already plugged our mostlysuperheroes.com forward slash MCU. It's where they all live. This week on the music show, Mike talked about it, but uh, we did Smallville again. Triple Z. What? Triple, at Triple Z is yeah. going to love when he, he gets that notification I, I, that's available. I replied to a tweet, and I was like, well, you're going to be very happy. Uh, I couldn't help it. There was There's two albums. Did there you two name, albums. Did you name these, or did they name them like the Metropolis mix? No, these are, these are albums. That exists in the real world. The first one is Smallville Volume 1, The Talon Mix, from Seasons 1 and 2. Who's Talon? The Talon is the cafe where Clark Kent and okay. Lana Lang and everybody like, work, like hangs out. I'm dating myself, but the only Talon I know is from Laguna Beach. Yeah, Talon was not, on Laguna it's not, Beach. It's not that one. But it's an, album, it's an album of songs. So I go through and I did I play, because it's the music show, I play the music from the album, but I tell you what episodes they're from. Oh, so it's kind of like a deep cut Smallville thing. If you're a Smallville fan, you got to get over and to Spotify, search Smallville or smir- search the music show. And this one was Smallville Volume Two, the Me- Metropolis mix. Can I ask you a Smallville question, please? <laughs> Is this the first WBCW show that was tied into DC? Oh, uh, besides like Clark and Lois, I guess. What do you mean? It is DC. I know, but like the first like kind of genre like tying it, I see trying what you're to saying. tie it. I see what you're saying. The WB made Smallville, yes, and it was a show about Superman as a young boy. You're asking, was it the first like, time they had done a like, superhero show? Because we just said the DC E DC EU. I think that's HBO stuff and Warner Brothers. But here's the tricky part. Yes, I think it was the first one. I do because the next show that I believe came out was Arrow. 
And I was super confused as a fan of Smallville because I've been watching Justin Hartley be Green Arrow on the show in Smallville. And I'm like, well, who's this Stephen Amell guy? And I didn't watch Arrow for five seasons until I picked it up because I was like, I'm not watching that. I already got my Green Arrow. <laughs> Justin Hartley from This Is Us. <laughs> who's better? <laughs> totally different. Uh, Stephen Amell. Yeah. Yeah. If you, if you didn't say that, I would have got up and walked out. Actually, I'm just I'm kidding. I haven't seen the Smallville it's, version, so I can't comment on he, it. But. Justin Hartley fits, though. It's in the Smallville world. Stephen Amell's just, I mean. I'm in the top. I just don't know what happened like at the WBCW during that time frame because Smallville was like in five seasons. So I was just like, why not just make it a show that could have tied in with Smallville? But like they weren't about that crossover life yet. It was just yeah, about. They're still not really with the TV show. and They did, though. I mean, the last. The movies. It, the last Crisis on Infinite Earths, they tied in. Movies and TV shows from Tom Welling was in it. Yeah, Tom Welling was Tom Welling was in Crisis. He came back as Superman. He came back as a powerless Clark Kent. Spoiler alert for Crisis on Infinite Earths. But I mean, they don't have they have different flashes. Yeah, but Barry Allen from the TV show met Ezra Miller's Flash in the TV show. Huh. Yeah, Craziness. and yeah. Doom Patrol and Star Girl and Titans and all these things were shown. But Harry Cavill's not been in. No, not yet. But, like, here's the thing. We still don't know what happened with that. No one's talked about yeah. it. And I feel like they're just ignoring the fact that it happened. Yeah, I feel like they just turn a blind eye. I'm telling you, Ezra Miller was on the TV when I was watching Crisis of Infinite Earths, and I was fanboying out so hard. I was, like, almost in tears. I was, like, the two flashes from the movies and the TV show were talking to each other. Yeah, that was wild. It was, like the, it. It was like the Spider-Man thing. Like the, the meme. But, yeah, the, like the <laughs> meme. I'm the I'm one of the biggest Stephen Amell fans. Like, how could I not be? He was literally in a WWE wrestling match with Stardust. Stardust, yes, Stardust. Ne- Cody yeah. Rhodes, against, yeah, Cody yeah. Rhodes against. Uh, I think it was Neville and somebody else. I can't remember, but I was like, he did pretty good. That was like right when I started watching Arrow, and I was like, this is the greatest thing ever. The greatest crossover I ever asked for. <laughs> and he's gonna and then, be in that next show, right? Yeah, now he's about? in a heel, heels. Wrestling show on stars. Yeah, he's been, he's been in some weird movies. He's been in some like Ninja Turtles and stuff like that. But yeah, oh, he, he was Casey Jones. <laughs> was yeah. he Casey Jones? Yes, he was Casey yeah. Jones. And then he was in a movie about where he had superpowers. Oh yeah, Code Eight. That was pretty decent. That's, I think I, him and his cousin Robbie, who do who he was on Legends of Tomorrow and on like he was in all those those shows. Deep dive. He was a. Uh, it got CW got wild with its crossovers for a while. It was yeah, awesome. It was. It was. I missed that for sure. But in that heel show, <laughs> now James Harrison, former Steeler linebacker, is is going to be a wrestler in that show too. So I'm like, this this show has so many connections that I I can't wait. Well, um, while we're on like kind of the CW path, the Flash is back, and we still haven't watched Superman. Have you guys watched it yet? I have not. I got some catching up to do on both of those. Oh, well, I'll tell you this. I'll be watching both. Yes. I just don't know when. I agree. But I bet it, I think it's soon. I feel like after the Snyder Cut happens and we get Falcon and Winter Soldier going, there's probably a week in there where I'm not going to be able to help myself. Yes. I think about next week. We'll be watch- we're talking about Civil War, Snyder Cut, Falcon and Winter Soldier. Holy shit. That's what I'm saying. We definitely got to like get the episode tightened up. It's going to be basically two meets. Yes. Jesus, once I take a big break in the middle, <laughs> like we we take breaks, but like that'll probably be our longest one. Like, all right, we gotta step away, get out of DC world. It might have to be take like notes as we watch Justice League. It's no. so long. Well, we want. I want to experience it when I watch it. I'm almost with you guys. If we watch it here, which we we don't have to, 
we could just sit down in front of the mics right when it's done and just like rant. It'll be fresh. I'm fine with that. All right. All right. We'll keep you posted. Um, so yeah, M- uh, MCU rewatch Captain America Civil War coming up. Falcon Winter Soldier, Superman, uh, and Lois on the CW, Flash on the CW. These will be things that we will be talking about. Will it be as in depth? We'll just have to see. We'll watch the episodes. We'll see what see. Maybe we just talk about it like a few at a time because there's a lot of episodes. And then I didn't get to even finish wrapping up, though. The music show. Yes, it is Smallville again. Volume 2, Metropolis Mix. Focus on Season 4, Season 5, and I promise next week we're out of Smallville town. Smallville is a town, so out of Smallville. (laughs) For a little bit. Don't hold your breath listening. (laughs) Yeah, until they come out with an album for Seasons 7 and 8. But um, it's got me so excited about Smallville that I'm getting ready to start it again, for sure. Did you finish Lost? We are uh, about, we got like six episodes left in Season 6. About to wrap up Lost for the eighth time dang that's the last season six yeah last season is season six uh i mean yeah uh loss has really become one of those things to where like if you don't understand it like i'll help you but like it's good i promise it's really good it is good do you still notice things that you didn't notice oh yeah your eighth time i will tell you this people get upset about lost and they get like the ending yeah and they get they get so upset about like all these unanswered questions Sounds there, like WandaVision. It is the it, it, it is a linear story. It is a linear story, and they answer 99% of what, things that are in there. Things that people are like, no, they never answered that. I'm like, well, you just didn't get it. And I'll say that. It's good. It's really good. People Maybe, get mad at Sopranos all the time. I, yeah, we talked about Sopranos. I've, I haven't been able to get all the way into it yet. Then you don't get it. All <laughs> it's right. It's a linear story. That's fair. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. I guess you can make that argument for anybody. It's just when people say, like, oh, they left out so many unanswered things. I'm like, well, not really. If that's your problem with it, like, I, I get it. It's taken me many watches. I think the difference between Lost and Sopranos is, like, when I watch The Sopranos, I can ignore some, like, the technology stuff. Lost really doesn't have, like, technology things. Like, it doesn't have Tony Soprano on a flip phone and stuff yeah. like that. You know yeah. what I mean? Just, like, little things because we're watching it, like, 20 years later. It is way later, and it feels... Yeah. Yeah, it's very different from the stuff we're talking about. You're totally right. <laughs> like it's definitely yeah. not WandaVision. It's just like an almost a normal family ish. Mm-hmm. So um well hey, we're spiraling here on what you watching. I love it. It's great. Um anything else you guys want to talk about before we wrap up today's episode? What are you excited just for? Just reiterate how excited I am for yeah. next week starting I don't really care about the real March Madness. This is this is what I care about. Yeah, the Mostly Madness movie tournament. It's happening. We're giving you an extra week. Get in your brackets. We're going to hold off on voting for one more week. Send them in. We've got a ton now. I'm telling you, like people have been really sending these in. These, got in, these guys brought in stacks. Um, and, yeah, something new every day. Go check out the schedule at MostlySuperheroes.com. Um, we got a lot happening. There's too much to talk about at this point. So we're just trying to pack it all in for you guys. We hope you're enjoying it. hope you're having a lot of fun. We'll keep it going. PC Mike, final thoughts for the squad today. The more I think about it, the higher my hopes are for Justice League, and I'm scared I'm going to get hurt again. So, oh, I'm, man, yeah, that's that's the truth. That's the truth. That. I mean, that's that's that. real talk. Because why wouldn't you be disappointed at this point? I need to go in with basement level expectations, <laughs> and I'm crawling, man. I'm crawling like up, yeah. up, up. Like, and I think, like Andy said, I really hope that this can be good. I hope it can be great, and that I I really hope that it is able to directly, I hope it gets to carry on and it affects the Flashpoint movie and the next Superman flick and all of it. I hope it's so good I'm mad it wasn't in our Mostly Madness tournament. Like, it should have been in. It should have been in. 
I am so excited to see this. I cannot believe it's four hours, but sign me up. Yeah, we'll t- we'll take a little break in the middle of that, probably, right? I mean, Endgame is three hours, and I still, like, I put it on, and I don't even, it's like, hell yeah. If it's good, it's good. It's two Ant-Mans. Any, <laughs> any, that's fair. Any final thoughts from Andy, a.k.a. The Giggler? I got nothing. I'm so excited for I, I think I disclose with that every week now. So just well, it's because there's always excited. something big happening. It's this like, week, Justice League comes out on Thursday. Falcon Winter Soldier on Friday. This is a good week for us. Oh yeah, I'm unfortunately this Friday is the first Friday that I don't have off in like the past month. Um, but well, at least you don't have to torture yourself and wait till four like you used to. Have. Yeah, true. for like Wandavision waking up just being <laughs> mad. <laughs> That starts all over again. Though. It does. It's probably gonna. I assume it's gonna be like that three thirty a.m. drop again on Friday on Disney Plus. I'm, I'm. I just assume. Certainly not staying up that late. I wonder why they do that. I might. Don't get me wrong. I liked watching it in the morning for like the show, but like there's something about watching that like on a Friday night. Like that might be fun. Why not Thursday night? Like a prime time, like old school prime time, seven p.m. Eastern. I agree. Like Friday's such a weird day. To yeah. drop shows like right mm-hmm. before the weekend, but I guess like they're giving people the whole weekend to watch it. And I mean, it's Disney, so kids might need the weekend for like Saturday mornings or yeah. something. I think that's when like movies come out. Music definitely comes out on Fridays, so I'm I'm pretty sure as a yeah. as a movies former Circuit City employee. Wow, actually those they used to come out on Tuesdays, but like the switched. discs, yeah. Yeah, yes. movies, all Tuesdays. brand new movies. I feel like the coolest guy in the world is just a stack of a brand new movie that wasn't oh, even released. Hell like yeah. Like a Monday, putting them out Monday night. You're just like, holding oh, it man. like, man, no one has Everyone's going to be buying this tomorrow. <laughs> I got it in here, my hands right now. Here at Circuit City. <laughs> and then pff, they're gone. I was like that movie gallery. Get that movie a little early. Yeah. Did you ever go to movie galleries? Mm-mm. I don't think so. What is this? It's like a it's gallery like, of it's, movies. It's like a off, It's like a... Blockbuster. I mean, it was a movie rental place. Oh, okay. Yeah. I get that a little early. I would say like a step up from Family Video. Yeah. Yeah. Which those, those are dropping those things. They're all just gone. I, I walked by a Redbox the other day. I was like, do people still use this? Well, no new movies are coming out. Yeah. I mean, I I glanced at one the other day at Schnooks and I was like, why? Uh, yeah. I was like, all of this is on the Apple TV. I, I don't know why I would like take yeah. this out and like walk it to my house anymore. I just, yeah. Internet. <laughs> um, side note, I just got the PS4 Spider-Man game from my roommate, so I'll be playing that, and I'll talk about it eventually. I mean, that was a big thing to like almost forget about. That's huge. You're going to yeah, be playing that this I'm weekend. Pumped. I'm pumped. I'll play it this weekend for sure. Can I come over and play it sometime? <laughs> of course. Just course. watch over your shoulder. <laughs> you, can, you can play. I just come over with my mic. I'm like, okay, so now he's... Hey, Web over here. <laughs> That's why we straight up have two TVs. We have like a... 55-inch TV on the mantle and then, like, a 40-inch TV underneath it that's only for video games. You've said this before. So, the, yeah, this is the two TVs in your living room. And they're just... You really are, like, a professional binger. What, what does your wife do when you're, like... <laughs> they're on the same page. They're yeah, like, Dude, well, you should see their... I've actually been to their house. They have a sick home office setup. Like, they've made it, like, super, like, practical to where it's different rooms. It moves nicely, and your living room is super comfy. Yes, it is. I do like it. Spend a lot of time in there. <laughs> well, especially nowadays. <laughs> All right, cool, guys. Well, thanks for another great episode this week. Had a lot of fun. A lot happening this week, and we'll be here for you, listener, next week talking about all of it. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching on YouTube. And it's all happening at MostlySuperheroes.com. We'll see you next week. Take it easy. <laughs>